0: All right, so the co-main event for UFC 263 is Davis Enfiguero against Brandon Moreno. Two. Two. It's the second time they're fighting each other in six months. My name's Rahul J. Chan. This is The Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, Yeah. The first fight was a barn burner and I remember describing the first fight, um, I remember comparing it to Nanito Denea against Inua, Neon Inua, is that how you say his first name? Neon Inua, a Japanese fighter and don't ask me what weight class they're in, I guess like 120 pounds, 125 pounds or something like that. But um, now I have to search his name because I... Yeah, n- n- no, no way. N-A-O-Y-A. If you haven't seen that fight, watch that fight. What a boxing match. Because I remember I sat at home for some reason, working from home. And because the fight was in Japan, it was like... It started at like 12pm UK time. And there I was working, working from home. And the fight starts. And after the second round, that was it. A laptop was no longer on my lap. It was to the side somewhere because I was busy watching that fight and it was one of the best fights of that year I'd say it's probably um 2018 it happened in or 2019 uh let's have a look hey let's have a look and um, if you're sitting here waiting for me to talk about Moreno against Figueroa this is probably quite annoying for you lot 2019 November 27th of November 2019 it happening but anyway but but the, the Moreno-Figueredo fight reminded me of that because it was a back and forth war. You had an overwhelming favourite where the underdog put in the performance of his life. Now, I watched this fight again yesterday for the purposes of making this video because I remember enjoying that fight immensely at the time of when it happened. And I thought to myself, you know what, let's watch it again because let's refresh our memory, you know. Let, let, let's kind of get to grips with what happened. Uh, because the first time that they fought, I, I remember watching the fight, and then, you know when there's a really good fight, you stop thinking about, at the end of the round, who won, who won that fight, especially when it's close, who won that round, sorry. You just think, fuck me, man, I can't wait for this minute to finish so they can start fighting again. And I kind of got myself into that kind of mode during that fight. So at the end of it, when they were reading the scores out, I knew it was very, very close, and I knew Figueiredo had a point um, Point taken away for the for the low blow in the third round but I didn't have an opinion on what the score might be because I wasn't calculating who who I thought had won each round at the end of each round watching it yesterday there was a couple of takeaways that I had personally because I knew what the result was going to be I was just watching the fight just to see kind of I don't want to Say sentences like, "I was just watching it from a technical standpoint, just to see what the guys were doing." Because I don't, I'm not, I, I don't know, I can't have that kind of. I'm not, I don't know enough to watch it from that standpoint. You know what I mean? But I was just trying to see, all right, what was what was each fighter doing good, and what was each fighter doing badly, and what can they both learn from this to win the next time they fight each other, right? And my first opinion after the first, after watching it last night is, I feel like Figueredo won that fight, which is quite strange because um, after he after he had um, after the fight, he was quite vocal about the fact that you know he feels like the point shouldn't have been taken away. Although I do understand why that point was taken away because it was an eye poke earlier on, and then there was a low blow, and. That low blow was a high impact low blow. Do you know what I mean? So that was a real fucking brutal kick to the bollocks. So I can understand why the referee was like, you know what? You've done two fouls, I'm taking a point. I don't know whether you have to, you know, warn someone and then if they make the exact same. Technical foul, then you take a point away. Um, but maybe the referee was like, "Look, you know, you got to be more careful. Just generally, you have to be less, uh, less wild. So maybe, you know, maybe there's a there's logic and there's a reason behind, or maybe there's a genuine. What is the sentence I'm trying to say? Maybe the referee was right for taking that point away. But anyway, I felt like figueredo won that fight because I feel like <clears throat> you, you you often get it with is an overwhelming overwhelming favorite, and then the the challenger who is the underdog performs better than you thought he was going to perform so you start giving him extra credit for the work that he's doing and then the guy that's the favourite you start kind of not ignoring but giving his work less credit because the underdog is performing better than you anticipated. So you get this weird sort of effect where, you know, if, if, if these guys were both strangers, you'd never seen them before, you might say the winner is this guy, Figueredo, and the challenger, Marona, put in a good fight, but he's over here. But because you have the backstory and you know who the underdog is and stuff like that in your mind as you're watching it, you start having a feeling where the fight's here, where it's even. Do you know what I mean? I hope that makes sense. <clears throat> and I feel like that was kind of what happened because one thing, and obviously... That Although it, it was in the apex, I was going to say, obviously, the um, the, the judges can't hear what the, the commentators are saying. But the way Rogan and, and uh, DC were shouting during that fight, um, the judges probably could hear what they were saying, right? Um, but one thing that they kept mentioning is how tired Figgy is. And yeah, Figgy was showing fatigue, but I don't feel like he was overly tired, you know? um. It's weird, man, because Moreno just has this weird kind of, um, you know, Moreno. He reminds me of like, you know, sometimes in school you might have a kid that doesn't look particularly tough, doesn't look particularly strong, but he just got bollocks, like he's up for a fight, and some and like he wins more often than he than he loses. And you think to yourself, how is this guy so good at like so strong? Like, how how is he so ballsy? Because I was, and I've never had a fight in, in in my life. I don't think. Just watch him, you know. I just watch, um, but. Um, like he just reminds me of a like a uh, like a weird kind of quirky kid in school who can fight, um, and I, I'm thinking of someone specifically that I went in high school with, but obviously I'm not gonna name him, and that's probably why I'm getting those kind of, that's why I'm being reminded of that sort of character. Uh, but back to the fight. <clears throat> in this fight, so one thing that I did notice in the first fight is <clears throat> I felt like Moreno is had the better shot selection. Like, he was often going to the body and then the head, but it would be, sometimes he'd go with the same hand, so it would be left to the body then left to the head, sometimes uh, right to the body, left to, like, he'd mix it up, but he was, he had a better, he, it was like he's, he was picking his shots better than Figueredo was, and I feel like that was because Figueredo was just trying to throw with power and take Moreno's head off. Um, going into this fight, I feel like Figgy's going to be less um, fixated on trying to knock him out. And more focused on trying to win rounds and win exchanges and land and soften him up. I think he he went into the first fight thinking that he will just knock Moreno out. And in this fight, he knows that Moreno is actually better than he probably originally gave him credit for. Um, and that's the first thing. And the second thing is he probably thinks to himself, I'm better than him. I've got to show him that I'm technically a better fighter than fight than him. Um, Moreno, I think, will take a lot of confidence from the first fight. I think he probably went into that first fight um, um, being we- being very aware that he can lose this and he can be knocked out and he could be hurt. Um, but as, he, as the fight progressed, he grew into the fight and his confidence grew as well. You could see it. Um, so he needs to be careful not to come into the second fight overconfident and try and pick up where he left off. And face dire consequences for that. Do you know what I mean? Um, by way of prediction, I feel like I feel like Figgy's going to do it. I feel like Figueroa is going to be more dominating in this fight, and I feel like Moreno had the perfect storm in the first fight of Figgy not being quite at the level that he's able to fight at, and also Figgy underestimating Moreno as an opponent. Um, and I feel like this time Figgy's not going to make those mistakes, and Moreno is going to have to uh, feel the wrath of an ang- angry Figgy. Um, I'm recording this on Thursday. Obviously, weigh-ins are on 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 Friday, so I'd love to see how Figgy comes in because obviously he the last fight was a quick turnaround, so he made the weight. Um, he didn't really give him a chance, give himself a chance to put on too much weight in order to make the weight. Uh, the last time they fought, so now this is a six month kind of uh, gap between the last fight and this fight and Figgy in the past has struggled to make weight, but I think that was more uh, a con that's more down to him not having uh, the right team around him, the right nut- nutritionists and trainers and stuff like that. I think obviously now he's realized that making the weights become difficult for him. he's addressed that and i don't I don't envision him missing weight, but I would just like to see how he looks when he steps on the scales in the morning just to see if he looks overly drained and 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 stuff like that because Moreno seems to make weight quite well um, just quickly want to talk about a couple of other fights on the card I've got five minutes left on this um on this recording on this um before my it runs out, before the memory runs out of my camera, and I wasted 30 seconds talking about it. Uh, so, real quickly, Damien Meyer against Bilal Mohammed. Um, I feel like this might be Meyer's last fight on his um, deal. I don't know why, but I think it might be. And um, Bilal Mohammed, obviously, his last time he fought, he got that nasty eye injury against Leon Edwards. So, um, that's a nice little story there. Paul Craig, or Craig, if you're American, Craig. Why would you pronounce it Craig when it's Craig? But Paul Craig against Jamal Hill. They was having a, a back and forth um, in the hotel, which I saw on social media, on Instagram to be precise. So um, I'm looking forward to that more so now. So that would be good. Drew Dober against Brad Riddell. So, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I can't remember really watching Brad Riddell fight. Like I've seen him in Countdown and I've seen him in not sorry Countdown in, in, in Embedded. Um, for some reason, I can't remember seeing him fight, but bloody hell, he's had three fights in the UFC. He's won all three. He's meant to be a really good striker. So I'm looking forward to seeing this fight. Um, one fight that I did want to mention, Eric Anders against Darren Stewart. <coughs> Darren Stewart. So, um, if they, the last, so they fought very recently, and I think it, what was it, an eye poke? It was an eye poke, I think, that Eric Anders hit. Uh, so no, illegal knee. A legal knee to Stewart's head, that's what it was. I'm just looking at Wikipedia. Uh, but this was back, back in March. Um, so, yeah, they're running this one right back. But this time it's at light heavyweight and not middleweight. And um, I'm a little bit like, I want Darren Stewart to win, innit? Because obviously he's a fellow Londoner. But Eric Anders is a big, big guy, right? And they fought at middleweight previously. And Eric Anders was, just felt it looked like he was a stronger guy in there and if they're going to fight at light heavyweight now um, I'm a little bit concerned for for Darren Stewart because obviously Eric Anders ain't going to have to cut as much weight so it could be a tough night at the office for Darren Stewart but um, I hope not I hope not I hope Darren Stewart beats Eric Anders Lauren Murphy against Joanne Calderwood which could be a number one contender fight for the women's flyweight title for the opportunity to fight Shevchenko It's like signing up to your own public hanging in it, winning that fight. But, you know, you have to, you have to believe in yourself. Anyway, I suppose the point I'm trying to make is this is a very, very, very exciting looking card. I cannot wait. And I also had this shitty feeling that BT might try and put this on pay-per-view, but they, they they haven't because obviously Conor McGregor's fighting next month, so they can't have two pay-per-views in a row. So we get to watch this for free while well, for for the price of your BT subscription. So um yeah, enjoy the fights and I will catch you. I'll oh, hold on before I say that. Sorry. Sorry. Um please do like this video. Feel free to comment comment on anything that i've mentioned in this video feel free like comment share it share this video share this video with a friend if you've enjoyed it and also subscribe subscribe to the channel and i will catch you guys next time toodles